Good. What time is it? Good morning. I'm losing track of time now. And welcome to another couple with. And uh, we're here to have a start a conversation over a brew because that's where it all starts. A conversation with a cuppa and keeping it open and friendly. Now we talk about everything from. We have people here as well. Um, we talk about everything from mental health to mindset to everything. Nothing is off bars here. I do have a guest with me and she also has a little guest as well. Um, this is a, an absolute lovely lady. She's just started up a business and... Well, do you know what? Rather than me speak about it, let me let her speak about it and she can introduce herself. Hi, I'm Sabina. You can hear my little daughter Phoebe in the background as well who wants to be a part of this. <laughs> so I've um, uh, yeah, I've got my little business. It's called Anley. I'm just doing bits and bobs to make people feel better, really, with anything that smells nice, feels nice, and tastes nice, really. <laughs> well, I can uh, I can vouch for the uh, smells nice and feels nice. Um, um, I was lucky enough to review some of your. Bath bombs. bath bombs, yeah, and uh, my son absolutely adores them. Awesome. So, um, and they're completely friendly. My son is autistic yeah. and completely friendly because he does like to stick things in his mouth. Yeah. But I'll let Sabine explain why. That's the case. Yeah, I have um, I have three children as well. Uh, my middle son, Jake, uh, is actually the reason that we met because Jake and Jaden were in the same dance group. Yep. Um. So Jake's autistic, extremely sensory, likes to eat everything and anything. So I thought I want to make something that will be safe in case he does eat it. That's pretty. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it really. He loves his water. And I think my next step will be to make child-friendly Play-Doh. Uh, we are currently playing with Play-Doh <laughs> as we do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so... How did it all start? With a business. Well, anything you want to start with, really? Um, I, yes, like I said, I've got three kids. I've got Luca, who's nearly 12, Jake's nearly 10. And we had a surprise a couple of years ago when our little Phoebe turned, uh, turned up. Daddy, you turned up, yeah. So, um, obviously, having three children, one of them with very Daddy. extreme care needs, uh, I couldn't really hold down a job. Uh, with the hours that people were requesting, but I really wanted to work. Uh, I worked for a charity before supporting mums and babies, so it's always been on my heart to help people. And um, it was just really funny. I had some people around, I made some brownies, and they ate them and just went, you should sell these. I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I should. And that's where the whole idea started from. Well... <laughs> the thing is, is it just starts as something simple and mm. then can go from there. Yeah. As I say, I can vouch for the bath stuff. There you are, really nice. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm right plugging you, but they are good. But <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. So how do you manage it with family life? Like like you say, you do have three kids. Yeah. You have a lot going on. I yeah. <laughs> so uh, This is what it's like all the time. <laughs> Well, that's the thing is, like, yeah. your life doesn't stop just because you want it to. It carries on as and when you it do. It does, it does. Um, I've, I'm one of those that, I've gone through a period of time when I did nothing. Um, when, after Jake was born, I had really bad post-nated depression. 
Mm. Um, literally recluse myself. Everything I ordered things online. Um, took local to the nursery with a taxi, dropped them off straight back home. Yeah. Just didn't leave the house. And my family didn't live in England at the time either, so I just talked to them over the Skype. So internet was a lifeline. Mm. Um, since coming out of that, um, loads of things happened. Took years and years to get over it, but. I just don't want anyone to feel like that anymore, to be on their own anymore. And I'm really active now. I cannot stop doing things. <laughs> so it's the opposite now. That if I don't have anything to do, I feel like uh, I need to do something, need to do something. Well, you definitely have plenty to do with these ones. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so now we've got, obviously, the older two are in school. Yeah. Um, Phoebe goes to nursery a couple of days a week. So I do have two days that um, I get for myself so I can be... Sabina rather than a mum or a and that's wife. important. I think <laughs> yeah. that's, the, that's the main thing is is as women once we become a mum, I think that becomes our title half oh, of the gosh. time. <laughs> yes, definitely. And, and we forget that we were people. <laughs> yeah, we forget we had our yeah. own lives and who we were before we were. And that tends to be a case. I've I've known so many women that once their kids have gone and done their own thing and. They've, they don't know who they are because... Yeah, their identity's gone, isn't they it? They stopped to... For me, I, I got pregnant at 17 and yeah. once my children are off doing their own thing, I mean, obviously, Jaden's still not old enough, yeah. but he's at school <laughs> yeah. more and stuff like that, I had to rediscover who I was. Did you oh, yeah. feel the same? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's especially with this business stuff because I now do candles, I do the bath bombs, I do the baking. I'm starting to look into doing party boxes and party bags and favours and I just sat down the other day and I said to my mum because they now live in England as well mm. I said to her that I never saw myself as a crafty person <laughs> like this is never what I thought I'd end up doing but I love doing it and if I can make money out of it at the same time and make somebody else happy and just bring a smile to someone's face you know what else do you need really I think it's that experience of um you know how it feels to mm. not feel happy. Yeah. So yeah. you don't want to put that onto anybody else. Any- no, yeah, but I think if we share that bit of kindness Definitely. in whatever shape or way that is, whether that's a cup of tea yeah, <laughs> or a brownie yeah, or a little bit of self-care because we all love a bit yeah. of a bath bomb and a fizz in the yeah. face mask. Hey, what about them? Face mask, eh? Mm, maybe. <laughs> but that's the whole point. It doesn't matter what it is really as such mm. it's the thought behind it isn't it just that somebody's remembered about you because mm. I, I get quite a few people messaging me going oh can you just send this parcel to my friend and, you know, as a surprise mm. so I send it directly to the person rather than the person who's ordered it mm. so it's like a surprise gift and it's not just that one person remembered somebody else has made it up and it's all personalised and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all personalised and it's just for them they've been thought about it's the the personalisation behind it all. Yeah, definitely. Even if it doesn't always have a message in it, it's the fact that they choose their own colours and smells for the bath bombs and it, candles, for example. It's still, you don't have it's to have personal. anything written exactly. for it to be personal. Yeah. Sometimes it could just even be a smile to someone that you meet at the street. That's enough. <laughs> I've started doing that just lately, actually. Yeah. <laughs> people, um, surprisingly enough, um, I have had it where you just... Retail staff, we've mm. all had a retail job that yeah. was horrendous and yeah. we all hated it. Mm-hmm. But just telling the, 
the, the person behind the counter, I hope you have a nice day. Do you know yeah. how much they instantly like, oh my God, somebody's like... Are you talking to me? Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure you're wishing me well? Yeah. There you go, sweetheart. Oh, thank you. We're, we're swapping tools here. I'm, I'm, I'm making something sparkly orange and green. So, yes. Yeah. No, it's, it's so important. It, it really is because it, it matters. And it we, means a lot, doesn't it? Because it could be that they're having the worst day or week or month or year in their lives and somebody just doing that little smile and saying, hope you have a nice day. And I'm like, actually, I want to have a nice day. <laughs> a, a little kindness goes a long way, I yeah. think. A little kindness. Yeah, definitely. So you say that, obviously, um, after Jake, you had um, uh, personal depression. Yeah. How did you bring yourself back one. from it? Did you have support? Did you seek help? Um, uh, I, well... My mum, funny enough, actually said that she knew months before, mm. even though she wasn't in England at the time. Yeah. Uh, we lived next door to her best friend. Okay. Who was kind of looking after us, and she's oh, Jake's godmother now as well. <laughs> um, so they were kind of keeping an eye on me. My husband said that he knew that something was going on. Yeah. So it was when I went back to work, I think it was my second week back at work, my husband um. rang me saying something, it must have been something like, oh, Jake can't poo. You know, that he's constipated because we had an issue yeah. with his milk at the time. And I just broke down. Mm. And I'm thinking, what, what, why am I breaking down that he can't poo? I mean, he's going to poo. <laughs> but the fact that I broke down made me yeah. think, I need to, this is not normal. I need to go and speak to someone. So the next morning, I went straight to our GPs and I didn't even need to say anything. I just broke down. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. Um, we need to do something here. <laughs> Did you feel so. a relief? Uh, not at first. I felt really guilty. Ah, mother's guilt. Nothing yeah. I like it. And also the fact that <sighs> I was always the one that was smiling, happy-go-lucky person. Like, can yep. I be depressed? <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, no, I could. <laughs> Definitely. So they, um, what they did at first, they gave me two weeks off and yep. uh, started me, well, they asked me if I wanted to start medication and I thought it's got to the point where I need to. So yeah. um, uh, I did start medication at the time as well, and those two weeks were just like I was yeah. living underwater. <laughs> that seems to be a, a quite a. I've heard of a lot of people say that because yeah. it numbs you. Totally avoid numbs you. any feeling. Yeah, and um, it took a good maybe six months to actually find the right type of medication that suited me. But once we did find it, because we mm. tried different doses, tried different uh, types. Yeah. Um, but once we found the one that worked for me, it was like a switch, switch went off. It was just, you know, this is actually working. Um, which is when I started doing more, I started realizing because when I've been recluse, my weight just started piling up as well. Yeah. I ended up, I've always been big, but not that big. I ended up being a size 32 to 34, yeah. around 32 stone as well. And I had an appointment at doctors and they said to me, oh, look, you don't do anything about this. You've got two years. Oh wow! Which I didn't tell anyone because that was I didn't want to believe that. <laughs> well, but, yeah. Um, so they referred me to like a weight loss management thing that ended up then eventually me having gastric surgery because mm. that was the only thing that could work at the time. Yeah. I tried the exercise classes. I was having panic attacks and them. It just didn't work. So um, I had the surgery, uh, but I had to come off my medication before. Mm. Uh, I also there was two conditions I had to come off my medication and so I was in the right state of mind yeah. to do it and I also had to stop smoking oh so, wow uh, I had smoked oh, for yeah. 13-14 years <laughs> mm. 
So, um, uh, well, I did it. I did quit smoking. Well done. Uh, I did come off the medication about three months before the surgery itself. Mm. And time just flew by when I got the referral within two months. Within two months, I were <laughs> slice and dice, maybe, <laughs> if you want to call it. <laughs> but that was probably after getting married and having my kids, one of the most important things I've ever done. Did you feel that that was your turnaround? Oh, yeah. Because it was just ridiculous. I never knew how much it held me back. Mm. Um, I never knew how addicted I was to food. Oh, food. I'm also Italian. So I like to feed and be fed. <laughs> that's, that's the thing with food. I always find that it's one of those addictions that, like with eating disorders and, yeah. uh, and, and all those alike, that food you're surrounded by what you're addicted to every moment of the day and you can't get rid of it no you have to you have, have it. it yeah it's not so <laughs> it's not like alcohol or any of us stuff like that you, mm. you just leave the house with it and it's gone yeah it's always around yeah. definitely always around <laughs> always around yeah. i mean Speaking for myself, I used to be a size 24 plus. Yeah. I stopped counting after 22. Yeah. <laughs> you have to order online, you stop counting. <laughs> you know, when, you, when you get into a shop and you can't fit in anything, yeah. it's when you stop going to shops. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, and it, it's that moment when you know it's going to change. Yeah. Not that it's actually changed, it's the moment that you know it's going to Head change. Head has to change here. first. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's that, that, that mindset goes from, oh, this is the starting point. All right, we've found it now. Yeah. Now we'll move on from there. It was weird, though, because when I had the surgery, I thought, you know what? This is going to be nice and easy. You know, I had the surgery, where it's going to drop off. Oh, no. <laughs> the way it did drop off, I lost 11 stone, no, 13 stones in 11 months. So oh, wow. it did literally drop off. But the first two, three months... <laughs> well, the first two three months, I made my husband eat in every room. I wouldn't feed the kids because I just didn't want to be around the food. Because I had to, um, <laughs> I had to retrain my stomach, just like a winner toddler or baby. Is he a mouth? <laughs> She's fascinated by my tongue piercing. <laughs> so I had to retrain my stomach how to eat because it's just like a baby. You start with milk, you go into. I know it's like an earring. It goes all the way through. <laughs> I forget <I> that. <laughs> no, that's fine. I used to have mine as well. Um, yeah. So that time, because like I said, I'm Italian. I love hosting. I absolutely love cooking. Mm. You know, I do everything from scratch. Um, I love experimenting, learning. I mean, sometimes I sit there with a the cookbook just reading because I love learning about new yeah. cultures and ways of doing things. But I just cut all of that off, mm. and. Uh, how my husband's still with me, I have no idea. But I'm so grateful. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. It was just... That was harder than actually hearing they only got two, week, uh, two years to live. The first few months. Mm. And uh, But getting through that and actually seeing the results, then being able to go to, I don't know, go to a restaurant and have a starter <laughs> rather than just a mouthful. So you're kind of still having a meal. Yeah. Um, and you're like, oh, I can actually be normal with this. Just uh, learning and retraining your mind and how to... I mean, even buying... We had smaller plates for a while, so it made me feel like I was having a full portion. Learning all about food all over again. Yeah. That one, yeah, it's a triangle. <laughs> you're going to cut again, on, sweetie. Cut again. Keep cutting. 
Um, I think I had to go because once I lost the weight, I don't know if you felt the same when I, I lost the weight. It didn't actually do anything for what I was feeling within myself. Nope. How did you manage that? Talking about all different friends. Oh wow. <laughs> That's amazing. You'll get you on a podcast soon. Yeah, definitely. Start now. <laughs> um, it's something that I still struggle with now, to be honest. Because the amount of weight I lost and how quick I lost it, mm. it left me a lot of skin. A lot, a lot of skin. So even if I lost more than 75% of my excess body weight, it wasn't enough on my chest to be missing. Really? Yeah. What's that one? That one? I don't know. That one? Do you want that one? Yeah. Play-Doh. That's Play-Doh. Hi right, Phoebe, do the blue one, sweetie. Okay. No. Yes. So uh, I've been turned down three times so far blue. for the surgery. Yeah. Kind of blessing in disguise because if I would have had the surgery, they would have sterilised me at the same time. That oh. So I it's just I would have wanted that. I, I wanted that. Right. But now we have this little sunshine. <laughs> you do that one then. So um, obviously when you have... As always, when you have a baby, your weight does go up. And oh, yeah. go down, things change. So now I'm still in the process of losing weight, but I have to have my BMI to 30 or under and keep it there for two years before they even consider me again. Okay. But they also think that my my skin weighs two stone, which is the amount I need to lose to get to the oh, weight well. they want me to get. So it's politics and trying to find the right way of doing so it. So the rock and the hard place metaphor is right sitting with you right now. Oh. But I think because mentally I'm in a better place, um, it's oh, easier to handle oh, So I'm not getting upset anymore when people ask me if I'm pregnant, because that's what the skin looks like. Yeah. But if it would have been before my surgery, I would have just, you know, gone into my old little thing for six months and not speaking to anyone. But now I just laugh it off, going, no, no, I had enough. <laughs> had enough of kids for now. You know, I think yeah. I populated the world enough now. So I kind of, I can laugh it off. Yeah. It still stays in your mind a little bit, but it's oh, easier yeah. to deal with it. I, I used to overcome mine by saying mine was, my belly button was an arrow in case I forgot where food went. Oh, that's awesome. Love <laughs> 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 um, it. But it, there are a lot of things around it, like, you do all this hard work and you're still sometimes not even close to where you need to be. Exactly. But I mean, the things that happened since I lost the weight, it's just ridiculous. My energy all the way back, I'm not got asthma anymore. I could actually fit behind the steering wheels and I passed the driving test so we actually have a car. Um, you know, so it's, I can go and shop in normal shops. I can actually buy a top from Asta if I want to. <laughs> you know, before it was not even... Asta! Little things. Didn't even go upstairs. <laughs> but it, it means a lot being able to do that. I made a castle. Sandcastle. We've just been on holiday a couple of weeks ago and we went to the beach. So ah. she's learned all about doing castles and <gasps> tapping behind the Well, bucket. I like sandcastles. So do the magic tap. Let's see what shape <laughs> we can get. Go on. Oops. We got it? Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> do the magic tap. Is it coming out? Can you do it? Can you do it? Wait, we'll wait to see the castle. Wait to see the castle. Just It's Play-Doh instead of sand, so it's stuck. <laughs> but yeah so this thing has totally transformed our family as well just completed it so it was a big blessing in disguise that I didn't get the surgery because I wouldn't have her some things are just meant to work out the way they do yeah definitely red one yeah, well, yeah.
yeah, go for it. <laughs> She's just a castle-making machine. <laughs> that, that, as I say, like, for anybody listening, the whole point of these podcasts is to, to show that life continues on. Yeah. No matter what goes on, and you can still have these conversations. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, what have you got planned next for... You, you've, you've come so far, mm. and I'm guessing you've got so much more you want to do in the future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, at the time of my surgery and stuff, neither one of me and my husband were working at it. He was studying through a pre-university. He has finished his qualifications for a psychology degree. Oh, nice one. Actually. <laughs> um, I did health and social care after my surgery, so I've got an NVQ in it, so if I wanted to go into uni, I could. But again, this little sun shows one, three weeks before I finish, not three weeks after I finish my NVQ, so at the moment that's on hold. But yeah. That's why I wanted to start the business. We are very involved in our church life. Um, we do, I'm part of the mum's team, my husband's part of the men's team, so just to support people. Yeah. We're also looking into doing something with special needs families. Okay. Because it's, in, it's been such a taboo subject in churches for a long time when it comes oh, to yeah. disabilities or special needs. And um, we just want to open it up going, look, the support's here. <laughs> Why do you think it's been such a taboo subject? Uh, I think it's, obviously as a Christian you believe that God heals. He's there to give you the best and everything. Um, so if something's not the way that it should be, if you want to call it that, yeah. You straight away think that God doesn't love you or anything, but I don't think that's the case at all. No. We always thought that it's a miracle that Jake has the people around him that he has, that we have the professionals around him that we do, that mm. we've got things in place like the respite, especially in school. All of this is, we see these as miracles. Yeah. Jake is Jake. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be Jake if he wasn't the way he is. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, for us, the miracle is that we've got the right, right ADHD nurse around. Yeah, we've got the right TA at school for him. So these are the miracles that we look at, and as long as it's happy, yeah. What else do we want for our kids apart from them being happy? Really, <laughs> they have, they have their own special ways. I like to call Jaden's Jadenisms. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I keep freaking you out with that, don't I? <laughs> yeah. But th- that's the thing is, I, for me, I'm not a religious person. Mm. Um. But I do believe there's a place for faith. Yeah. I, 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 I think religion is needed, but I'm not for one for organised religion. Yeah. No, definitely. yeah. <laughs> if you'd asked me that question a while ago, I, I probably would have answered you completely different. Yeah. Um, it's a journey. Everyone's got a journey, regardless what you want to call I, the higher being. It, I, to be fair, it was me being angry at the world yeah. rather than anything in particular i do believe there's some things i'm agnostic but i'm yeah. not i know it but anything that brings people together and change yeah. view of against discrimination and against different, yeah. uh, 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 how people are treated differently anything's oh, oh, got to be good right yeah exactly it's got to be good there's and exactly. i've seen some of the most beautiful souls in the most spiritualist places yeah because we all have our different viewpoints, but yeah. if we can work together, I think that's the thing is you can have different views and not hate each other. Funny enough, people seem to be Exactly. I mean, I'm like that. I mean, I've I've been I grew up in Christian family. There was a couple of years that I didn't go to church and stuff, but I've chosen to go to church. Yeah. Because this is what I believe in and what makes my life whole. Yeah. To be honest, but if somebody else doesn't, 
It's up to them. To them. <laughs> you know, you, you believe in what you want to believe in. I believe in what I want to believe in. We can discuss things. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's the whole point is that we don't discuss them when we don't understand each other's point of view. Yeah, I love to learn from other people and what they believe in. It broadens my horizon as well. Before, beforehand, I was very much the person I had my own views. And I know a lot of people that are like this. Mm. They have a lot of views. That's it. They've got a fixed mindset. Yeah. It's my view or no view. Yeah. Like basically, yeah. the new version of my way or highway, it's my view or no view. Yeah. Um, but I think if we were to actually go to somebody who was the complete opposite of us and have that conversation, there you go, um, have that conversation, then... No, I'd be happy. I'm going to keep it there. there okay. No, I'd be happy. Ice cream. It's ice cream. Um, if we were to have those conversations... We'd understand each other, but we don't have to agree. No, no, we don't. Um, and I think with different viewpoints, if you agreed with everything I did, you'd be doing psychology. You'd be doing going off to, you'd be doing um going on to being a psychologist and stuff like that. So it's good that you don't agree with me because it means that you can go off and find your own room. Exactly, and wouldn't it be boring if everybody agreed on everything as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the point of having? Well, we're all individuals. We're all here for a special reason. We all got our own place in the world. But if everybody thought the same, acted the same, did the same, that wouldn't be the case. Do you feel that having special needs child has helped that? Yeah. I've got told a different point of view on anything now. Mm-hmm. It to, uh, anything to do with the world, really. Mm. Because he sees the world so different. It's so black and white for him. I mean, he's also non-verbal. So we've got a different way that we need to try to understand... Hopefully one day we will a bit more, but where he comes from and how he feels. But for him, it's very much, am I happy now? Yeah, in the moment. Yeah. I'm like, well, why am I too bothered about what's happened in the past? Yeah. Why am I too bothered about, I mean, obviously it's good to have plans for the future, but why am I so worried and anxious about what's happening? Mm. When if we've got things right now, if we're happy for now, now is all the time. Yeah. So that's going to be the future, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just... I think the, the one of the most beautiful things Jaden ever did, and it kind of made me very present uh, at that point in time. I was driving, I was a little bit stressed, trying mm. f- it was a horrible day, like, much like the weather today. Yeah. Um, it's torrential rain here in Sheffield. Yeah. Um, and it's, he was sat in the car and he just, isn't it beautiful? And I was like, what? Looking for yeah. like, some, possibly a rainbow or yeah. somebody seen, and he just went, the day. And I was just like, and I was just like, he just made me stop and think, actually, it's a really nice rainy day. What it is, is what it is. And I was like, oh man, I really need to get out of my own head sometimes. Yeah, definitely. When I took, um, I took Jake for a drive the other day, because he loves being in the car and looking outside. Mm. And um, it was Saturday morning, actually, and it was raining quite heavily then as well. And uh, he was just sat there with his cheek on the window and just stroking the window when the rain was hitting it. And I'm thinking, I'm just going to carry on driving. You know, he's enjoying this. He's, he's happy. Um, and like, But I had to kind of check myself because I can't just look at him all the time. I need to drive as well. <laughs> so, but it was just so nice. I'm like, that's the enjoyment it gets. It doesn't need all this to happen. It doesn't need all, have, to have this type of things, I hope. It just needs to have that moment. And yeah. he's happy and calm in that moment. Because he also has motion sickness in reverse, so he's always on the move. Yeah. So for him to just sit still and be like that, I'm like, he's actually at peace. 
Yeah. Like, that's what we all need in this crazy you, world around. I know. We need a moment. looking like, wow, if everybody could just feel for a moment what you're feeling exactly. now, the world would just chill out. I want to bottle that and sell it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's the type of thing I want to do with well, business. I just want to have that little moment, just... You know, that's, it. that's what you are nice. selling. That's what that's what's about. You ask what you are doing yeah. that that moment because what do people do when they're eating? They take that moment to enjoy. Yeah. What do they do when they're having a bath? They take the moment to, to enjoy the smells to relax. Yeah. Like, if you're anything like me, you sit in a bath and like five minutes. Of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Funny thing is, I don't like baths. I'm, I'm a shower person. But I like my candles. That's a big well, thing. Well, Lighting a candle, having a cup That's me. Thank you, sweetheart. Hey, when it comes to, what, do you want it out or in? No, that's on me. Oh, we want the lid on. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's the whole point. It's, you're giving people that oh. moment. Yeah, that's the aim. If I can do that, that makes me happy. You, you saw something in, it sounds like to me, you saw something in your son and went, I want to give that to everybody. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah. That moment of peace and tranquility. Yeah. That... We should all have more of, because we know we should. We <laughs> yeah. should all over ourselves, and we tell ourselves we should be looking after ourselves. We should be doing this. Exactly, you agree. <laughs> um, but we never take the time out. But if you get that little special candle or that yeah. that that brownie you've been looking forward to all day <laughs> yeah. when you get home, or, or that that bath bomb where you're like, oh, I love it when it fizzes and I'm sat in the water. It feels nice. Yeah. But like those kind of moments, yeah. you can be nothing but present in them. Yeah. And I think it's really like really beautiful yeah. that you can do that and give that to people. You don't real people don't realize how much those little tiny things matter. Yeah. That bath, that brownie that you be I say you've been looking yeah. forward to all day. No, that got you through. I know you like the. You like the brownies, don't oh. you? Mommy got brownies. Mommy's got brownies. Yep. <laughs> Mommy. Mommy's got. <laughs> yes. See, you've got your <laughs> answer right. Yeah. <laughs> What's better than a kid when it comes to loving brownies? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's 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 it is one of those uh, Mom, moments that. Oh. Play doh, yeah. Yeah, I just. It's not about having your whole life like that because life is busy yeah it's just so everything's so fast around everyone but that one little moment every now and then that's going to recharge you until exactly. the next one <laughs> so um, that's what it's like especially with children no matter how many you have if they've got special needs or not it's going to be hectic that's just what life is like especially when you're trying to be your own person as well yeah you're trying to make them into their own person and make yourself into your own person at the same time mm-hmm. So we're coming to the end. Yeah. Do you want to say something? Yeah. What's that? Again? A baby. A baby? A baby? Is that the end, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got... No more, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you. No, thank you. I've contributed enough. <laughs> I've contributed to the population as it is. So I want to take this time to thank you. I know this hasn't been easy, but I really do appreciate you doing this. And I want to say to my listeners as well that this really wasn't easy for Selena. And we had a dis- that one. You want that one? All right, you take that one. There's a present for you. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh I got made a present. I feel... Oh. 
that I will tre treasure that. Thank you very much. But this hasn't been easy for Sabina. Polly, Polly. Yeah, we're going to play with a minute, sweetheart. One second, sweetheart. Promise, I promise. Um, it's not been easy to talk about such sensitive subjects and to start is the the, the, the issue is to start. Well, we're going to play with Play-Doh in a minute. Mama's going to help you in a minute, sweetheart. Oh, Daddy, call it. Yes. Call it, call it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, it's a candle, I think. <laughs> and, and um, so I do appreciate you taking the time Daddy, out. And I the fact that you can... your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're going to be able to finish this, are we? <laughs> ah, we'll, get we'll, we'll power through. But it, it's... And what my listeners don't know is that you actually reached out to me. So yeah. I'm going to say thank you for that because that was that alone was the hardest step. Yeah. <laughs> so where can they find you? Um, uh, loads of places. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I am dabbling on some free websites. At the moment, I'm not making enough yet to have a fully made one. But on Instagram, is under Anley. On Facebook, is under Anley Sheffield. Yeah, those are the most, uh, the quickest way of finding me on email and info at gmail. Well, what I'll do is um, when I post this, I'll put all the links for people yeah. to find you. Sure. Um, and I do always have one question to the end that everybody's a nice surprise. <laughs> so you meet a person who's about to go through everything that you've gone through up until now. Yeah. Problem is, you can't tell them what's about to happen. Yeah. What would your three pieces of advice be? Only three. I die. <laughs> I die. That's uh, a big one. It die. Car. It's car. Is it a car? Yeah. It's a car. Um, big one. Loud. Talk. Even if it's, regardless if it's to other people, if it's you putting words down on paper, um, just talk. Because you need an outlet for the motion. You can't hand yeah. keep it all in. Because once it then does come out, it's just going to blow up. <laughs> so if you have got an outlet while you're going through these things, it's going to make going through them so much easier. And um, yeah, I think that's the biggest one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, another one is... I mean, for me, it was faith. Yeah. Uh, I felt like I was far from God when I was going through all these things. But I also knew that I wasn't alone. Thank you. So for me, it was, I mean, whatever makes you feel closer to the higher being, you know, meditation or whatever. For me, it was prayer and listening to Christian music. Um, music's always been a big, big part of my life. I used to write it, I used to sing, I used to play instruments. So anything to do with having the music around me kind of brought me down from the... Because my post-end depression moved into anxiety, so it kind of brought my anxiety levels down when I had that music around. So find something that brings it back to the time when you weren't going through what you're going through no. yeah so it could be i don't know some people like exercise it could be that it could be the music it could be baking it could be just anything crocheting you know something that brings your mind away from the high level anxieties it's just gonna not necessarily fix it but help you something alleviate that, it a bit something that brings you back to the present yeah um and just to remember, it's not a permanent state of mind. It's, it's a valley they go through. There is rainbow at the end of it. There is silver lining to the cloud. <laughs> you know, there is destination to your journey. It's not... 
it's not just about where you're feeling now, you can get out of it. Just not losing hope, I think, is the best way of... Yeah. <laughs> And definitely be like Phoebe. Enjoy whatever you're doing as it's happening <laughs> yeah. in the moment. <laughs> definitely. And uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Again, Sabina, thank you. You're welcome. Go check out our stuff. <laughs> it's go, awesome. And uh, thank you, Phoebe. It's Should been a be pleasure playing play with Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we definitely think this one's got talking down. I like that. Yes. You agree? Thumbs up. Are you done? Yeah. All done. So, uh, okay. Okay. All okay then. And on that note, good day, good brew. If you like this episode and want to listen to more, I have over 60 episodes of A Couple With. And they go from me talking on my own about subjects and stories of my life to others. And some people I've spoken to have incredible, incredible stories. And that's what it's all about. Talking about people's stories over a cup of tea. And having those open conversations. So, like I say, if you like, share, subscribe, rate, that's all appreciated. And thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to us.